Practicing some basic exercises to tone and engage the vagus nerve will facilitate your ability to slow down and disarm the overactive fight or flight aspect of the nervous system that keeps us in overextended and unhealthy stress responses. So pulling from polyvagal theory tools and techniques, there are a few things that can help calm your nervous system when it's in need of that deep rest and repair. Welcome to The Reframe, from the couch to the conversation, where you will learn skills and strategies to up-level your mental, physical, and emotional well-being, so you can access more vitality and energy to do the things that you love, deepen your relationships with others as well as yourself, and show up every day as the person that you know you're meant to be. I am your host, Rebecca Mullman, trauma therapist turned coach. Don't forget to download the cheat sheet for this episode with important tools and techniques to use right away. There will be a link in the episode notes. In today's episode, we're gonna look at how to reduce stress and process emotions in a healthy way. Do you ever feel like your body is telling you that it needs a break, but you're fighting it, kicking and screaming the entire way? And then there's this moment where you realize you feel completely depleted and void of any interest in life, And sometimes there's a feeling of sadness or depression that washes over you. When we don't listen to the cues that our body gives us that we need to rest, recover, and rebuild, our bodies have a tendency of making that time for us. In this episode, we're going to look at why we stay locked in overdrive longer than is healthy, as well as some strategies to access the hardwired parts of yourself that gives you more access to healing and rebuilding from the stress of life. We're also going to look at what we can do as we start to relax and emotional content starts to bubble up. And then we're going to look at common cultural beliefs that keep us from putting down the stress and letting our bodies and minds recover. Lastly, we'll look at the benefits of down-regulating your nervous system. So there's a lot packed into this episode. So you might even want to get a pen and paper and take some notes as we go along. As a type A ambitious and motivated individual myself, I have to actively remind myself that sometimes it's okay to not feel okay. This time of year, that heaviness and that paralyzing effects of what we might label as depression can take you off guard a bit. And it can feel a bit counterintuitive. Unfortunately, This is the time of year when more people than usual tend to struggle. Some days may be filled with energy of spring just around the corner, increased sunlight and warmer weather. Other days, though, just making it through the motions of being an adult can feel exhausting, if not impossible. It is important to remember that it is okay and to remember that our bodies are reminding us that we just need to slow down and engage with ourselves as well as the world in a slower and more introspective way. I find the more that I fight the pull to go inside and find that stillness, the more I struggle. This is your sign to give yourself permission to crawl back into bed midday, to reset and de-stimulate even just for a few minutes. Move slower and put on some cozy socks or cozy clothes. Make that hot stew that warms you and nurtures you from the inside out. Take that extra hot bath or shower to soothe you back to center. 
turn the devices off early and help settle the mind and body before you go to bed. There is such a rich opportunity to heal and recharge in those quiet moments, in the arms of comfort and in the sacred space of stillness. It is important to know and honor the very real fact that sometimes our nervous system just simply needs to shut down to heal and rebuild. This happens best in a safe and predictable environment, often with a person or furry friend that it has a calming effect on you. Slowing down is not part of our cultural programming, even though it is fundamental and a necessary human process. This process requires that we slow down long enough to attend to what isn't working anymore, what isn't in alignment or integrity, and what we have been struggling to carry that really was never ours to begin with. The longer this process is inhibited or not attended to, the longer your personal suffering will continue. In fact, if this process is neglected for too long, your body will manually pull you to a dead stop through sickness, injury, or even worse. Relaxing back the inherited personal judgment and criticism of not being productive that often leads to shame and guilt, we can choose to have grace instead and more patience with ourselves and find that sweetness in slowing down while our bodies and our nervous systems have the opportunity to heal and rebuild. We usually want to understand the why something is the way it is or why we're feeling a certain way. But that keeps us at the mercy of our logical and analytical part of our minds. This is a learned skill as adults to trust the process of setting aside for a moment this need to understand why we're feeling a certain way or why our bodies are reacting a certain way. The felt need to control is at the root of the resistance we are feeling during this process. What would happen if you took a deep breath and just surrendered to the process of letting go? What would happen if you relaxed into the silence of the moment? Even this question itself can spike a fear response in people because it has been programmed that if I'm not on then I will miss something or possibly get hurt. Understand that this is a normal reaction and remind yourself that you are safe in this moment and practice the skill of disarming your nervous system by relaxing back your mind and your body. To make it more tangible, here are some common culturally conditioned beliefs that I have seen in myself as well as my clients that inhibit our ability to disarm our nervous systems. If I'm not on, I'm not being productive. And this is usually rooted in your self-value being attached to producing. If I relax, then I'm not safe. This is often a childhood or cultural programming. If I'm not productive, I'm wasting my time. This is usually leveraged from your worth being tied up in what you can produce. People take time for themselves are weak or lazy. This is criticism and judgment. I have to do all the things. This is a culturally hyper-independent programming. If I take time for myself, that means I am selfish. This is very much a misguided 
cultural programming. And the last one, if I slow down, I will have to feel or think about things that are uncomfortable. This is common for people to do, and it's an avoidance of stacked emotions and experiences that really need to be processed. So this year has been a year of surrender for me, stripping away old programming and committing myself to habits and behaviors that I know support the healthiest version of myself. Being raised as an independent and proactive person, surrendering to the stillness of the moment has literally been a kicking and screaming internal struggle. So guys, I completely get it. However, there was a moment a few weeks ago where I was intentionally settling into a process of down-regulating my nervous system with a hot bath. When something interesting happens, there was a deep sadness and grief that bubbled up inside of me. And my mind kicked in trying to nail down the reason why. But in this case, there was no identifiable reason why. So I just followed the grief and sadness. And it flowed through me and found release in tears that really felt like they came all the way from my ancestors. It felt like streams of red clay running down my face. Then as fast as the emotional content came up and moved through me, it was gone. There was such a deep sense of relief on a visceral level that it's really hard to explain. It was like my bones were able to settle and breathe a little easier. This would never have been able to happen if I had not intentionally carved out space for my nervous system to untether itself from the demands I consistently put on it. And this would never have happened had I not known that there was pure magic of transformation in those in-between moments. This is why it is so important for me to share these things with you so that you might begin to imagine a new way of walking through the world and that so you might experience a new way of being in your own body. So let's take a look at some of the other benefits of down-regulating your nervous system and giving it the opportunity to heal and rebuild. Stress reduction is a really big one, guys. Stress is one of the leading contributors to the most common diseases today, including heart disease, digestive issues, high blood pressure, depression, and obesity. Another important benefit is neuroplasticity. This is when your brain is able to access the wealth of information from your subconscious and identify patterns, access insight, creativity, as well as innovation. You will be able to connect in a more meaningful way around those around you. As we allow ourselves to relax back, our trained sympathetic nervous system response and learn how to meaningfully access our parasympathetic nervous system or that rest, digest, and restore part of ourselves, we are opening ourselves up to being able to connect to those that we love in a much deeper and more authentic way. Quality and quantity of sleep will increase. As my clients learn how to train themselves in intentionally down-regulating their nervous systems, one of the most immediate shifts is increased quality and quantity of sleep. And lastly, sex drive will increase. And yes, you've heard me right. Your sex drive is directly related to your ability to relax in the moment, let go of the cycling stress of the day, 
and engage in what is happening right in front of you. I pull from tools and techniques to shift your state and enhance awareness. But today we are really allowing for this disarming of the sympathetic nervous system and proactively engaging the parasympathetic nervous system. So how do we switch from the sympathetic nervous system or your fight, flight, or fawn response to the parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest, digest, and recover nervous system? To do this, we pull from polyvagal theory. Polyvagal theory was proposed by Dr. Stephen Porges and is a foundational component to many trauma and somatic therapies. The vagus nerve is the 10th cranial nerve and is the main component for your parasympathetic nervous system. Practicing some basic exercises to tone and engage the vagus nerve will facilitate your ability to slow down and disarm the overactive fight or flight aspect of the nervous system that keeps us in overextended and unhealthy stress responses. So pulling from polyvagal theory tools and techniques, there are a few things that can help calm your nervous system when it's in need of that deep rest and repair. The reason why some people or furry friends may help calm us is something called co-regulation, which is part of your social engagement system. By interacting with other people or animals that make us feel safe, we are hardwired to disarm our survival instincts and deepen the bonds of connection. The second tool that you can use is weighted blankets. And weighted blankets can have a very calming effect on the body to help send signals to the brain that you're safe. Some people create similar effect by piling up blankets or wearing particularly heavy or fitted long underwear or clothing. Extended exhales are always a go-to strategy because it is a reliable way to manually downshift if your sympathetic nervous system or flight or flight is struggling to disengage naturally. When you take a deep breath in through the nose, make sure that your belly is expanding or extending. Then double the amount of time you exhale through your mouth compared to the length of inhales. So if you breathe in for a count of four, you're going to want to breathe out for a count of six to eight. The fourth thing that is really helpful is low tone humming. And this sound can help to stimulate your vagus nerve which is the king of the parasympathetic nervous system, and have a very deep calming effect on you. If you are already relaxed, this can further deepen your relaxed state. And then the last thing is triangle breathing. And this one stimulates the vagus nerve in two different spots. The vagus nerve goes behind the ears where the carotid artery is, as well as through the diaphragm. So as you're taking a deep breath in and your belly is going out, you're stimulating that parasympathetic nervous system. And then as you drop your chin down, and we'll walk through this together, but as you drop your chin down, you're also stimulating, physically stimulating that here. So what you want to do for triangle breathing is take a deep breath in for a count of four. At the top of the inhale, you literally close your nose and your mouth while you hold your breath for another count of four. While you're doing that, you drop your chin down. So you take a deep breath in, clamp down your nose and mouth, hold that breath as you bring your chin to your chest for another count of four, then bring it back up, release, 
and breathe for a count of four. And repeat that for 10 rounds. Calming your nervous system to heal and rebuild is a skill. And like any skill, it requires training. As adults, we likely do not learn these things from watching our parents and even less likely in the school system. So it's up to us to intentionally practice this down regulation. The more people that learn to balance their stress and their rest responses, the healthier, more creative, and emotionally even keel will all be as a whole. These are gold standard tools and techniques that you can use with your kiddos or other loved ones that struggle with that sense of overwhelm and stress in their lives. A question I get asked a lot is, what do I do with the emotions that bubble up as I quiet my body and mind? Much like the personal example I gave you a little bit earlier, many people avoid this process of calming the mind and body in general because they don't know what to do with the unprocessed emotions. I coach my clients to imagine that right in the core of their torso, that there is a PVC pipe that opens up and to let the emotions naturally move up and out that PVC pipe. We don't always need to have a reason why or a narrative around the experience. Just let the sensation move through your body and it will shift and change or completely dissipate. Remember, emotions are just information in motion. So when you give them the time to get unstuck and move through you, often you will get insight, closure, or relief naturally. You can use the following journal prompts to assist you in this process. Prompt number one, does this emotion have a message for me? Is there something that it is trying to tell me? Prompt number two, am I holding on to this emotion for some reason? Or by holding on to this emotion, is it benefiting me in any way? Prompt number three, is there anything that is misaligned in my life that is causing or perpetuating this emotion? And then prompt number four, what does this emotion need to feel better or heal? Pro tip, if you notice that that initial emotion has moved through you and you have found relief, notice if there might be another layer under the initial stuck emotion that is asking to be released as well. For example, if the initial emotion was anger and that has moved through and passed, there will likely be another emotion layered underneath it, almost supporting the anger emotion, such as betrayal or sadness, maybe regret. So keep an eye out for layered emotions and go through the same process, whatever process you found worked better for you, whether it was the PVC pipe or the journaling. Give time for that next emotion that's been layered underneath to move through. I've linked a quick cheat sheet in the episode notes that you can download and print off that has the common cultural beliefs that prevent us from slowing down and healing. Five tools to use when you're learning to access a more restful and rejuvenating state as well as two techniques that we covered to release the emotions trying to process through your nervous system with the writing prompts. This is perfect to keep on the fridge or on your desk to remind you how to calm your nervous system throughout the day and diffuse stress in a healthy way. When you feel that internal pull to slow down and at times even shut down, I hope this gives you a little more perspective 
on the genuine importance of this process, as well as some techniques to make it a little bit easier. And remember, this is really a skill that will take time and practice to bring your stress and rest response back into a healthy balance. If you have found this helpful, please share it on your social media and tag me. I would love to see it or share it with a friend that you know it could help. When you do this, it helps the information reach more people that really need it. It's okay to not feel okay all the time. Sometimes it's just a call to go inside and to let your mind and body rest, recover, and reboot. Until next time, be well. 